back at it. Happy New Year. Greetings to everybody. D&D Project Podcast is back at it. New Year. I'm not even going to say no new me. I hate when people say new year, new me. We're not going to say no new year, new show. We're just going to say we back at it for the new year. Back at it for the 2022. Nels, what it do, my guy? What's going on, world? What's going on, my brother? Happy new year with no S. It's for everyone. You said with no um, S. <laughs> yeah, you know how people are. You got to put the S on everything. With like no we're celebrating S. 40 years. Everybody be hitting it with the S. Like you celebrate yeah, man. years. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's just, it's just. I think it's just human nature. People, but I have a New Year's. No, no, no. It's only one. It's only one. I mean, celebrate it's not. It's not 2025. It's 2022. And then people be putting, yeah, what you go to? People putting the apostrophe as like it don't belong to nobody. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you? Yeah, doing? it don't belong. That's exactly. It's not your year. It's ours. It's everybody. It's everybody on earth. That's a fact. People do be putting the apostrophe. I'm singular. It's a singular. That's exactly what people. Nah, it don't need it. It don't need no help. It's not. I'm about to. I'm about to throw some shade, but it's not. It's not. It's like. It's like the five boroughs. You know, only one of them needs a thug. Right? <laughs> you know, only one of them needs help. No disrespect. No disrespect. I'm joking. I'm joking. Everybody's in the Bronx. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, man. It's been um, it's been an interesting new year so far. I Many things been kind of low key. It hasn't been um. It hasn't been any major, major events yet. I mean, outside of uh, we, we've lost a couple celebs, but outside of that, like it's been real low key so far, son. Like I don't think anything too crazy has happened, and it's not too much that could be going on that will really shock us or be too major after like last year and the year before that. Like I don't know what else could really pop off or could happen at this point that'll shock us or shock the world or something. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like uh, I just started noticing that uh, people are dropping like flies, yo. I was having this conversation. People are dropping. Or it's like, I mean, <clears throat> let me say it like this because people die every day. Well, you know, let me say it a lot. People die every day, B, right? People get killed every day, B. But what I'm saying is that I just feel like maybe it's because we're all in the house and I'm paying attention to it more, watching a lot of news and all stuff like that. Like, is it me? Like, Betty White died out of nowhere. You know, it's not out of nowhere. She was 99, for God's sake. But it, it was like she was going to outlive us all. Like, I, I thought Betty White was going to live to 130. <laughs> <laughs> um, she had another, he thought she had another, like, 31 left. Yeah. Yeah, I, I ain't going to lie. Betty White, you, you got to think about it. Like, Betty White was literally having a good life. Like, she was chilling. Like, you, you, she would be on TV 90 years old. I just seen her on TV, like, when she was 95. It's, literally four years ago. You know what I'm saying? So I just thought like when you are, when you are enjoying life, like she was like, there's nothing to stop you. But obviously God is like, I got other plans. You know, you got, you got to come home and he, she died in her sleep and you know, there's nothing you could do against that. But I just thought that she was going to outlive us all like 130, 135 bare minimum. I thought she was going to live to Bob Saget died. Cindy Poitier died. Now, and I said it like that because, you know, regular people die all the time. You watch the news, somebody got killed, blah, 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 blah. But it just seems like, okay, the regular people get killed, but now the celebrities are dying off like, like it's crazy. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I think I think what really is um kind of amazing to us or what kind of really is hitting us is that these celebs that are dying are celebs who we watch from like a young age. Yeah. We watch them or our parents had us watching them. So we've watched them from a young age, and since we were young, they were full-fledged adults. So now when we see them down, we're like, damn, hold up. Like, like I remember him. I remember her. Like, I didn't see everything they've been in. And then you got to sit down and think, like, oh, well, like, when I was a kid, when I was five watching whatever, whatever, they were full-fledged into their career. Like, a lot of people, I think um, we may be missing the boat on a lot of uh, celebs that are closer to our age because we – they kind of popped on the scene as we were growing up or they were building as we were growing up. So now that they're making it, it seems like their career is like, eh, yeah, they doing anything. They get into it. But when we think about the Sydney Portiers and the Betty Whites, we like, yo, they've been doing movies forever. And that's because they were 30 and 40 and 50 when we was five and six. So I think we, we really had a chance to like, see they, they whole career. Like it's it really, and for, for both of those people I mentioned, we didn't even see their whole career. Like we missed a whole 
half of their career to tell you the truth. Like we caught them and they was like mid stride. Like they was halfway done with their race when we caught on to them. I had to watch, you know, how when people die, they have to go back and relive everything they were in and stuff like that. And I'm like, holy cow. Like, I don't, I, I, you know, I didn't catch Betty White. You know what it is? You catch them when you're alive, like you said. Mm-hmm. But Betty White was alive. When I got alive, Betty White was doing Golden Girls. Exactly. You know I mean, obviously, that's her biggest thing. But when you go back and look at her career, you're like, what? She had, she had three of her own shows with the same name? What the hell? What the go? Like, same thing with Sydney Portier. You knew as as obviously growing up in a black household, we all knew Sydney Portier was like uh, like Cicely Tyson. You understand? That's like mm-hmm. like actor actor black actor gold. You know, so you kind of remember some of the stuff they were in a little bit before Betty White. But like you said, they were already in their careers. We're growing up. It just means motherfuckers is getting old. Excuse me, but it, it's just what that's what it means. No, when 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 the when the celebrities you watch are, are, are dropping, it's, you know, you're like, man, man, you know? Start it, looking it, at it, it we got, you know, Yeah, you're like, man, I got about 20, 30 summers left. It. I can't believe it, you know? This is crazy. So at the end of the day, live life, enjoy it. But uh, rest in peace to all of those people that have passed away. Uh, like even some rappers, you know, like last year with Bismarck, uh, um, yeah, Bismarck, he died last year, last year, right? Yeah, he died last year. Like, last year, last year was, oh, damn, I hate to say it like this. Last year was, like, the year the rappers when it came to dying. Like, it was a lot of like, a lot of rappers, like, losing their lives last year. And some of it was COVID, and some of it was just, like, like people was just, people was just getting up out of here, man. It was just their time. But it was, yeah, a lot of rappers died last year. But that's what it is, man. We've seen people who we've watched start their careers, build their careers. We're seeing some of them die. We're seeing some of them other folks who we thought would never die. Like you said, but you thought they might had a good, uh, you said you thought she had a good 30 plus left in her. <laughs> I just was going to live me. And it's crazy because she outlived a lot of people. She probably was looking at people that was coming in the game behind her and was like, oh, damn, they died? Jeez. Like, <laughs> like they just getting ready. She was the only golden, she was the only golden girl still alive yeah. by a long shot. Not even by a little, by a long shot. So that's why I, once you, you know, once you start out living a whole lot of people, she outlived she live DMX. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? When you look at it like that, you got to be like, come on now. She lived Dark Man. She lived out Dark Man X. Come on now. She's going to outlive me. There's no way in the world I'm going to survive. Like, I'm going to survive more than Betty White. It's, it's, it's just over for me. Yeah. That shit is wild. She did outlive DMX. <laughs> Wow, son. So, uh, speaking of rap, you brought rappers up and rappers passing away. I was looking, I was watching, um, had to be Drink Champs or something like that. And French Montana was on it, and he was talking about how he's sober now, he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, and doesn't do drugs and all that stuff anymore. And it got me to thinking like, there's a lot of rappers who either have sobered up or have begun sobering up, and I'm trying to see like. What is, is it a is it a maturation and like just adulthood? Like you just mature over time and you realize like yo this is this is messed up or this is hurting me. I shouldn't do this. Did they have a health scare or exactly what's causing this change? And and it appears that it, it benefits them and it feels like they're getting their life together and they're making more money. But the story that he told was he blew like a couple hundred grand. Like he went someplace to do a show. And he was so high and drunk, he said he didn't he didn't even do the show and he didn't charge the dude money. The guy was like, "Oh, here goes your money." He was like, "Yo, I can't take your money because I can't even perform at this time." So I'm thinking, is that what's clicking? Are these some of these people really starting to blow some money and they're like, "Yo, I gotta I gotta sober and get my life together," or is it just like they just growing up and they're just like, "You know what? Nah, I've I've done it. I've drank. I've smoked. I popped all these pills. Like enough is enough. It's time for me to be an adult." I actually think it's a little bit of all of that. Um, like you got to think about it. Me, you, our friends. Um, I can't think of a person that's literally drinking the same that they did about ten to fifteen, you know, years ago. I, I can't. Like if you're still doing that, which means you're still in the lounges in the clubs. And if you're still in the lounges in the clubs every single week, then there's got to be 
and it's you. You are the problem. Like you yourself. But you got issues now. The majority, yeah, the majority of uh, people that came to their uh, their mid thirties, upper thirties, forties, they're just like, yo, I've done it. You know, it, it gets to a point where you're like, I've done it. I've done. I've done all the craziness. It's like, it's like you know what it's like. It's like those people that swear when they're in like eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. You know, they've been they've been drinking, partying, and all that stuff like that, having a great time. And then all of a sudden, they get to like twenty-two, and people are like, "Yo, we need to hang out." And they're like, "I did all that stuff when I was eighteen. Calm down now. Calm down. There's way more life to live after twenty-two. Calm down. But it's it's that kind of mentality. You're like, yo, I. I've done all that crazy shit. You know, I've done everything that you could possibly do. All that wild stuff, I, I've done it. And you just grow up and your life changes. People have kids, your focus, your focus changes. You focus on your kids, focus on getting money. People want to buy houses and cars and you want to take trips. And you can't do everything. You can't do all of that stuff at the same time. It's cool when you're taking trips and you're drinking and you're single and you're out there having a good time and you're living in a one-room shack. That's fine. When you start paying mortgage, and you're like, yo, I got mortgage with these kids. School tuition? Oh no, I can't. I can't do the drinking. I, 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 I got to chill. I mean, I have some. I have some cocktails. You start changing up the world. I have some cocktails. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you don't even say drinking no more. Drinking sound like some young stuff. You start trying to change up. Give me some wine, and we can have some cocktails on a Saturday afternoon, and then you're straight. That's how it is. Yeah, yeah I think a lot of it has to do with you growing up. Because at some point you at some point you've got to stop. Now there's some people out there we we see there's some rappers out there they just not stopping they're still going 100 miles an hour. But I was just looking at it like in every every entertainer or actor whoever who has decided to say you know what I'm gonna stop this type of lifestyle, they pretty much like turned the corner and started making even more money. So I think even from the outside looking in, people probably were starting um, not to deal with them. And if they got a good management team, their management team is probably like, look, you are missing out on money. And they're like, nah, I'm getting money. And they're like, nah, the so-and-so show called, but they said they didn't want to deal with you because they know your they know your reputation. And the so-and-so show called and said they weren't trying to book you because they know what type of element you're going to bring. So I think it's, I think it comes to a point where you just know and you start, like you said, you got mortgages and like that, or you get to a point where you're trying to set some things up for later on in life. And you know that in order to, set those things up and get them going the right way. I have to change what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. But you yeah. know, more power to them dudes, whoever's doing it. Hey, more power to you. Get your life right. Get some things together so that you can, uh, you can pop off and do what you need to do. Think, think about it like this. There was plenty, plenty. I mean, people listening to the show, uh, I would assume grew up before the nineties, right? I would assume. Yeah. Um, and if you did, you knew about rock and roll, right? It's not just, you know, but we, we, we talk about a lot of rappers and stuff like that, but rock and roll, if you grew up in the 90s, Metallica, Dungeon Roses, those were like the joints. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't see Axl Rose in the news wilding out, you know? They have to, you have to calm down after a while. You don't see the people from Metallica, you know, even just the, even the punk bands. You don't see Green Day spazzing, doing all the crazy stuff that all these people, you know, you don't see it anymore because it's like, yo, we're older. You know, we got kids. Kids the kids is old enough to drink and do all that crazy stuff. I, I can't do it with them. So you just, if you're going to do it, you do it at a minimum. You do it occasionally. You know, it's, let me say this, because people think like, once you pass like 35, you're not supposed to have a good time or party or do whatever. Nah. I'm not saying that. It's just, you can't do it. More power to you if you do it all the time. Congratulations to you. But it's just that you should you should not. And I'm not telling what anybody what you should and should do. But it doesn't look good if you're doing it constantly, every Friday, every Saturday. And then all of a sudden, you're still getting drunk, hungover. First of all, if we are in your 40s, over 35, 40, that hangover stuff, no bueno. You can't recover like you used to. It takes me 24 hours to recover. To a good twenty four, not even like a, a, a quick nap twenty four. Now I need a I need an actual day of doing nothing yeah. <laughs> to recover. Fact, close the blind, turn the TV. Can I turn the TV on dim? 
you're laying there, you're, you're walking around with your head on your shoulder, right? You're, you're, you're dragging your feet on the carpet. You're, you're dying. 24 hours. If you got drunk at 2, you ain't going to be truly sober until 2 a.m. If it was a Saturday, you're not getting fully drunk until that, like, Monday, 2 o'clock in the morning. It just That's just what it is. So you can't even do it like that. And you don't you don't want to. Like you don't even want to. You know what I'm saying? Like if if me, you and, and the crew hang out, we do it, I, we gonna have a good time. I already know it. It's gonna be party, drinking, all that stuff like that. But don't don't think that I'm Most going outside the next day. <laughs> exactly. I'm dead. I am dead. But you call my phone, I might have a voicemail that says, Darnell died last night. I'll see you in another twenty four hours. That's that's that. Because you can't do it, and that is these are the reasons why um, French Montana probably said all the stuff he said. It's probably because yo, know, you just you don't have the energy. You don't even have you don't even have the desire. That's yeah, what the word is. You don't have the desire to do all of that stuff like that. And again, there is zero wrong with doing it occasionally. So you go out three times a year, and you're like, yo, I just want to have a good time. I just want I want to live it up like I used to. There's nothing wrong with that because. As you should, you're human. We're on this earth one time, and if you want to party like you, like you, 21, go ahead, hang out with the 21 year olds, do whatever the hell you have to do. But you should not, at least, have the desire to do it every weekend. Nah, you gotta, you gotta step back. He did, he did have a health scare. Like I forgot what it was, but he did have a health scare. They was like, yeah, you almost died, or you're about to die if you don't get your life together. But even still, like you said, man, I just can't do it, man. I think I hung out one time, maybe like a month ago. Man, I was, I was, I was hurt. I was beat. Like, like for the next day and a half, my chest was all. I was like, yo, I can't do this. But there's some people who've been doing it and they never really stopped. They kind of slowed down a little bit, but they never really stopped. So they could still do it. But and I look at them like, man, you're, you're like a, a mythical creature. Like, are we the same age? And you, can, and you can do the shit you're doing. I can't do it, homie. Like, I'm good. I can't do it, man. I can't. Not the kid. I went out over that. We um, I know you had you had to go to work, but me, Lee, and Chris, we went out. Uh, we couldn't have went out for more than three hours. It could not have been more than three hours. I, I I refuse to believe. First of all, I'm saying it couldn't have been because I was I was messed up to the point where I was like. Man, what time did they get home? All kinds of stuff like that. So it could have been more than three hours. We probably left at like, we probably got to a spot around 11, maybe, 11.30. I was in the bed by 12, by 2.30. I was like, oh, man, shoot. I messed up. From that night, that was a Saturday night. I didn't really recover. I, had to, I, I thank God I was off work on Monday. But I didn't truly recover until Tuesday. Yikes. And I was like, all right, now nah, I'm back. I'm good. Because, you know, Sunday, you're just laying, you're dead, you're watching football. Monday, I had to work. I was off, but I had half a day. I was half dead. And then Tuesday, I was like, all right, I'm back to normal, y'all. What's good? You can't do that all the time. At least I can't do that all the time. I, myself. You know? And I used to be, you know, what's it called? You ever watch, uh, you ever watch, uh, what was the Muppets? I used to be animal. That used to be me. <laughs> I, I, used, that's, I used to have fun fun to the max where you're just like, yo, this guy, he's really living life. That was me. I just, I live life, but it's like maybe twice a year, maybe, yeah. you know? And, it's, you know, I feel like, I feel like you, you deserve that as a human to be like, yo, I just want to live my, my prior life just one time a year, two times a year, just to get it out of your system. Ah, remember this, I'm having a good time, you know? And then that's it. Yeah. I'm mad I missed that night, but I already knew. When I was like, yeah, we can go, we just going to hang out for a little bit. I was like, nah, a little bit is going to turn into about two, three hours. And when everybody is getting yeah. in bed, going to sleep and dying slowly, I'm going to be having to get my ass up and go to work. <laughs> I was like, I'm not messing with these things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to have to miss the reunion tonight because it's not going to go down. I don't blame you, brother. I don't blame you at all. It was, it was, it was uh, a travesty the next day. <laughs> so, uh, we in Atlanta. We in Georgia. Did you uh, enjoy the game, or did you watch the game? The uh, Not even a lot. championship. I didn't even watch it. 
Yeah, I usually got money on these games, um, but I didn't watch it. Congratulations to the Bulldogs. Georgia's on fire. Yeah, Georgia on fire. Georgia's doing the doing damn thing. They got a they got a uh, a World Series. Now they got a college national championship. They soccer team is always doing good, and I think that I think that starts up soon. So, yeah, Georgia getting to it. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this. You're welcome, Georgia, because before I came down here, it, it was real. It was quiet. It was quiet for a long time. Braves when they won nineties. You take quiet. credit for all that stuff. I'm taking credit for it. I mean, it's a coincidence. Maybe I don't know. All I know is I'm here and they win it. So you're welcome. Enjoy it. He wow, crazy. He's just gonna take hold. If I was down, if I was down here, Brady wouldn't. Have, Brady wouldn't did what he did. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. Ah, he said it would have been a different, different outcome. I'm opening, yeah, I'm opening wounds, but I mean, I'm just saying. If I was down here, something would have happened to Brady. He would have been out for that half. I would have been celebrating, talking about remember back in the day when when the Falcons beat the Patriots. But you know, now I'm here. You're going to continue to get these wins. Go ahead and do your thing. I, I'm, I'm happy for y'all. Get your parade on. I hope everything works out. Yeah. <laughs> you stupid. He's taking credit because he's living here. Yo, but um, in sports, like this, uh, the COVID outbreak in sports, it, it's been a little crazy. I kind of I kind of knew it was going to happen just based off them going back full speed in sports and playing all the games consistently like they're playing and having just fans and people and everything going on again. I knew it was going to be some type of outbreak, but I think this whole Omicron or whatever it's called, I think this outbreak just kind of really almost crippled sports. And I think there's a lot of money being lost. I think a lot of people losing money. And I see now they changed the protocols a little bit in some of the leagues where – you only got to like quarantine for this many days and you only got to do as long as you get this type of negative test within so many days of the next um, game, you can still play. I think it's a money thing. I think more than anything else, it's like, Hey, we need this money. We need these people in the stands. We need these games to go on. We can't afford to cancel these games. Now they canceling the college games and postponing college games, with no problem. But these are uh, professional sports games. There's way too much money involved. And I don't think they even close to, where they were a couple of years ago, a year and a half ago, when they were canceling games and canceling half of seasons or doing shortened seasons. I don't think we'll ever see that again just based off the the straight revenue that that the um, events bring in. Listen, you can, you can, you can take whatever. The NFL, they canceling the uh, single thing. i tell you that right now. Playoffs is here. Oh, yeah, it's over now. They, they postponed the hell out of, yeah. out of a game. They ain't not about to cancel nothing but the playoffs. Yeah, playoffs? I don't care if they got the coaches playing against each other. That's the only people on the field. They going to finish those games. But basketball, yeah. You know, you know what it is, though, man? At the end of the day, the, um, the, the problem is it's just this winter stuff, man. This winter is really – I mean, even I was sick for a little while. This winter stuff is like really, it's like muddy in the water kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, COVID. COVID's out there. He, he alive and well. He out there touching each other. He's he doing his thing, right? Then you had these variants, Delta, Amaricon, whatever the hell that thing is called, right? You have them. They, they out there talking about, we out here, too. We out here, too. Um, then you had the regular, the regular people that been that been in the building all the time, and you, we think we forgot about them. Regular-ass cold. Regular ass, the one I'm scared about the most, regular ass flu. Because give me COVID, don't give me flu. I'm telling you right now. If somebody said, "What do you want? You want cold or flu?" I mean, I don't want no flu. Flu, flu is the one I don't want because flu is the one that almost took me out. Yeah, um, flu can get real bad real quick. Flu. People don't realize before there was uh, getting your COVID on. Flu was taking people out. Flu was flu was that was that boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, when you have all of this, these respiratory uh, viruses going around, you don't even know what you have. You know, I, I remember um, I was thinking uh, when I did get sick, I was like, man, I feel terrible. And I was like, man, I should go get a COVID test, right? Then I started thinking, I, I, I'm not, I'm not seeing anybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go get a COVID test. They're going to say, stay home and don't see nobody. Well, that's exactly what the fuck I was going to do anyway. So I must just sit right at home. 
three weeks, you know, and not see anybody for three weeks. It just, and I think that's what the problem is. I think the people are like, man, I think I got it. I just got the sniffles. I don't know. I should go get a test in two days. Now, those two days, they already got the sniffles. They didn't give somebody either a cold, a flu, one of the, one of the uh, variants, or COVID. You know what I'm saying? You already got one of them shit. My thing is, if you got anything, just sit your ass home. Give it three weeks, two weeks. Just not do whatever you're doing, and that's it. You know, it, it's not that hard. You're going to go somewhere. You know what they're going to tell you after you get COVID? Sit your ass home for two weeks. Yeah. If you got a COVID, sit your ass home for two weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, um, I think that's the problem. It's just too much. You, you know, and you, we all know this is going to happen, obviously, right? Because this is flu season, this is cold season. People get sick regardless. But then when you mix it with the, ex, with the extra stuff, you can't do anything. You, you cough one time because, you, you you know, something went down the wrong pipe. It's a wrap. Everybody's, oh, who, who's this guy coughing? Or what is this? You got, I'm telling you, you got you to gotta fart to cover up uh, cough these days. You got to, it used to be the other way around. And, and it's, it's crazy out here, but. Everybody stay safe. You know, if you are, if you feel a little bit sick, two weeks. Stay away from everybody for two weeks, yo. You might as well. Because at the end of the day, that's the only way we're going to get out of this stuff. Like, uh, you know, we all, like you said, we got relaxed. I mean, we all got relaxed. Let's be real. I don't care how, I don't care how strict you were, you know, and uh, when COVID was on. Okay, how strict you were if you was walking around with Pharrell, you had the mask on your face, if you was watching through all that stuff, everyone got a little relaxed, you know? You started being like, oh, I'm going to go to the store. You know, you might still wear your mask, but you might not do the same thing that you were doing in COVID, COVID. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I just true. think that it's just, it's just, yeah, everyone, you know? Everyone. Even people that were just like, I'm not going nowhere. COVID, that's a rat. You know, people got their vaccines. It was like, you know what? I'm going. To, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going abroad. I'm going abroad t- tomorrow. I have a vaccine. I'm out. You know, so uh, it's just the season, man. I think once we get out of this, uh, it'll get back to where people are just doing whatever. But we won't have as much cold. We won't have as much flu. So people will be able to, get, you know, live life again. Because at the end of the day, that's all we want to do, right? We all want to just live life. We on this earth for a, a short amount of time. If we're all stuck in the house, we're not enjoying life. And some people enjoy life that way. Some people enjoy life. I just want to be home. Cool. That's you. But not the rest of the world. The rest of the world just doesn't want to be sitting in the house. You know, we all want to get out, enjoy, vacation, travel, see friends, see family, do all that other stuff. And you really can't do it uh, how you really want to with the stuff going on. Nah. And I don't think anybody, I think there's a, there's a large group of people that will never go back to what they used to do. <clears throat> but I think when it comes to these, um, these sporting events, these concerts and all of this, like nothing, I don't think anything's going to stop it. So I think even slow it down. I think they're just going to continue to try to figure out barriers and other means of keeping people separated or at least keeping the artists separated. Like they don't give a damn about, the people in the crowd and the people in the stands, like we just want to make sure the artists don't get sick. Cause that's, who's going to be coming and um, putting on all these shows and getting this money coming in. That's money. And that's what it's all about. Cause like, so for, for example, you remember how, uh, what was that? CDC came out for like a quick week with the whole, um, you only got a, you only got a, a quarantine for five days. They came out with some real quick five day type stuff. And then they pulled that shit right yeah. back. But they pulled it back because the um, well, the story has it, you know, the uh, what do you call that thing? The um, conspiracy theory. Let me hit the conspiracy music. Yeah, the conspiracy music. <laughs> conspiracy theories will tell you that the airline was um, the airlines are like, yo, we need these people on these flights, we need these people on these planes. Let's get it. How can we? How can we get more people out and stop all of this uh, quarantine stuff? And they said, like, "Oh, we just lessen the days." So they lessened the days, and then the flight attendants was like, "Oh, word! Y'all gonna lessen the days? Y'all gonna make us um put us vulnerable in the, all these sick people?" Bet they 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 would get to like the whole crew. You know, normally it's a crew, but you got the captain, the co-pilot, like three, four uh, flight attendants or five flight attendants or whatever, depending on how far you're going. They would all get to the gate at the same time. And then all take their phones out. Like right before they supposed to get on the plane to get the plane ready, they would get on their phone and everybody would call out for the day. 
So it was, it was freaky. They did that. They did that, and they was like, "Whoa, wait a minute!" Like, <laughs> all right, we, we we get the we get the hint. We gonna go back to these uh ten days and leave y'all alone. Yo, the end of the and that's crazy. Like, I think those are that's probably some of the only people that have that much power are like flight attendants and stuff because they could they'll shut the whole country down if they want to. And it was, yeah, it was, it was nothing, nothing anybody could do. They could shut the entire country down. If every flight attendant just got up one morning and was like, nope, ain't none of us going to work. What the hell's going to happen? And that's not going to be one plane in the sky, son. I'm sitting around. Shit. I, I, I mean, me personally, I don't need, I, I, I get to have needs. I don't need a flight attendant. Just, I need a pilot, though. I do need that pilot. <laughs> I mean, I, now if the pilots start saying that they don't want to do nothing, now we got something else. Now, now we got a whole other story. Yo, so I'm not, who gonna close the doors? Uh, if ain't no flight attendants, who gonna close that? I mean, if they going if they going to be like, yo, you can fly for free, then I ain't got no time. I ain't got no problem closing that shit. Just tell me what I got to do. I got to pull that lever. I'm yeah. just trying to do it. <laughs> I don't want no untrained people closing the door for me, son. Give me a week of. <laughs> give me a week training. Give me, give me a week or so. Give me a week training, son. Give me a week or so. show me how to do it for a week. I got y'all. If they said, Darnell, you're going to be able to fly for free all over the world, it don't even really matter, cool, no problem. Just show me how to lock the doors, and nah, I got y'all. Right. Give me one week of good training, because even I don't want to be up there with myself locking the doors, and I ain't never learned before. Fuck around and, be, and fly right out of there as soon as we get 30,000 feet up there. Nah. You know how many car doors I see in, in a public parking lot? How many car doors I see that be halfway cracked? I'm not dealing with nobody <laughs> trying to close a damn plane door. They can't close their own damn car door. That's the truth. That's the truth. Give me a week, man. Give me a week. Uh, I'm good on the peanuts. I mean, no disrespect to the, the flight attendants. I, I respect you guys. You guys do a phenomenal job, obviously. But me personally, me, me myself, like when I get on the flight, I, my whole thing, Pilot, get us there for get us there safe, man. Get us there safe. I'm one of those people. Come on, pilot, do your thing, man. Come on, man. I hope you wasn't out partying last night. Come on, man. I hope I hope everything is all good. I don't want to see no Denzel uh, that flight movie that he was on where he was out there sipping coke and stuff like that. Like, I don't want none of that stuff on my plane. Just just get there safe, you know. Yeah, and then you be here. Point too. Yeah, that's 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 literally it. That I remember it was a joke that a comedian said. I know everybody's probably heard it by now. But to me, um, he's talking about what if it's you know, what if it's your time and stuff like that. You you know you don't know when it's your time. It's your time. And then the comedian was like, "What if it's the pilot's time?" You know, and and that's truth. That's the honest truth. You know, at the end of the day, what if it is the pilot's time? What if it's both pilots' time and whatever like that? Who who, who flying that day? I don't know if the flight attendant saw the flight plane. I don't know that. So at the end of the day, that's who I need on that. I'm the pilot. No disrespect to the flight attendants. I know you do, you guys do a phenomenal job, but to me, you know, it's like it's like you know what it's like. It's like you driving in the car, right? The same analogy if you're driving in the car. I don't give a damn what the the the, the person in the shotgun is doing. If he if he or she is holding them back, I care less. Is that person that's behind that wheel not drunk and driving fine? That's who I care about. It's cool that they holding the map. But I don't care about that. You know, I said map like we back in the 90s. Yeah. Or the, the I was just about to get you, son. <laughs> I was just about to get you. Like, like a rotary phone. <laughs> Who the hell got a map? <laughs> if you think about it, that's that. Yo, no, shout out to everybody that's been driving for more than at least 20 years, right? Because it was a, I don't know how we got to anywhere we got to. Hell no. Because GPS saved my life. I don't know how we got places. If you didn't, if somebody didn't already know to direct me, hey, I was plenty of places I wouldn't got. I was just like, oh, well, Zero. I guess I ain't going there every day. Zero idea. No idea how we got to any place. No idea. You know what you would have to do back in the day? Stop at a gas station. Stop yeah. at a gas station. Ask somebody, you got to make a right and blah, 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 blah. You know what? Oh, my God. I know gas. When I look back at it, I know gas station attendance is angry as hell. Oh, I know they hated me. <laughs> I know they hated me. What's fucking look like a globe? Oh my God, I know they hated me. Oh, anyway, I'm going, I'm going off, but that's just a reminiscence. <laughs> yeah, but uh, 
you see, you said uh, all you think about is a pilot just get me there. You got a point because like when I get in, when I'm in the plane, as the plane is taking off, if the plane is doing anything weird as it's taking off, I'm like, yo, what you doing up there? Yo, get it together. Like yeah. it's, it's not even his fault or her fault or whoever it is. It's not even that person's fault. But I'm like, hey, 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 plane is shaking. Hey, 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 hey. it's water hitting this window. Hey, 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 like what you what you doing up there? <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, you know, you ever been there? I, I, I fly. I fly a little bit more frequent than I did when I was uh, when I was younger. But when I was younger, and I would take flights. Matter of fact, I probably fly today. But anyway, when I was younger, oh my god! When the when we had a uh, turbulence, yeah. you know what I would do? You know, the only thing that would keep me calm is hearing from the pilot. When the pilot didn't say anything, I'm like, this motherfucker, no, we about to crash. Motherfucker, not telling us. This motherfucker is, but when they, as soon as they would come on and be like, uh, we ain't just running into the turbines, I'd be like, oh, whew, thank guys, a little bit of turbulence. You know, the plane could be going up and down a whole 40 feet up and down. It could be shaking like a damn, uh, it could be twerking for all I care. Long as the pilot says, uh, everything is all right, we're just running through a little turbulence, I, I could go back to sleep, I'm fine. But if you don't say nothing, I'm like, this motherfucker, you know we're about to die, and this motherfucker not going to say nothing to us. He's a bastard. He just going to let us die. Just going to let us die. Die. Uh, let us die. Die. Uh, color. <laughs> die uh, what's called that thing? Die blind. Like, I don't even know what's going on right now. Yeah. He, yeah, he's an asshole. Or maybe uh, as soon as we would go through turbulence, I'm like, this motherfucker is up there sleeping, and he don't even care about us. It's some bullshit. But, uh, yeah, flights, man, I literally just be thinking about the pilot. Come on, man. I'm gonna do what you gotta do, man. What, what's going on? That's me the whole flight. And I'll say it out loud, you know, I don't wanna scare anybody else. But I literally in my head is like, come on, let's just, let's just get there. I'm not thinking about no, do you want something to drink? I don't even take it. You know what? I'm I'm so one of these people. Like, I don't even like to go to the, I, I try not to go to the bathroom. I don't wanna shake the plane with my feet. I don't, <laughs> I don't take no water. I don't wanna have no more weight. I, I, like, I am one of those. Like, let's just get there. Let's just get to wherever we're going. Because for whatever reason, I could take no dose. I can take uh, some melatonin. I can take anything. I could take, I could have a whole, I could have a whole brownie of weed and, and I literally cannot go to sleep on a flight. Like, it doesn't matter. I could stay for 40 hours straight. I can't go to sleep on a plane. It's just because I'm too thinking about the pilot. I'm, you, you need me to fly, man? You need me to fly? Like, I'm one of those people that like, come on, man, just, do what you gotta do. Get us there. And, and that's what it is. Pilot is my people. Not me. I'm not me, son. I'm out. As soon as we get, as soon as we get up there and we get, we start get rolling. I'm, I'm out. I don't even know. I'm asleep until. I don't know. I'm asleep until I wake up. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I'm like, what the hell happened? I ain't got. Why everybody else drinking soda and eating eating some type of snack and I ain't got none. <laughs> I'd be so mad at y'all. I'd be mad at all the people sleeping. People sleeping. I'm saying that the random, randoms, they sleeping on my shoulder. I'd be so mad at people sleeping on the plane. I'd be like, they just, they just have a good time. They're going to wake up and be there. If you went to sleep, like you said, you go to sleep when the when the, the wheels go up, right? Yeah, I'd be so up, mad yeah, at you. I'm out. I don't know what it is, man. I cannot stay up. That's crazy, man. That's, that's, that's God. That's God right there. That's God's work. Because sleeping on the plane to just sleep, and then you don't even have to deal with the hour, two hours, three hours, four hours on the plane. And, and the only thing that you did was sleep and all things. That's, yep. that's a God bless you The only time I'll be up is uh, is if I'm watching something. I got like my uh, phone or tablet and I'm watching some type of show or movie, then I'm up. Then I'm up and I'm up strong, like watching it like, yeah, let me see what's, let me catch up on this. Because when I get where I'm going, I'm going to be doing something else and I ain't going to have time for it. Understood by people be um, <clears throat> people like I gotta stay up in case something happens. What you gonna do? <laughs> Not a goddamn thing. I can't do a goddamn thing. Nothing you can do. <laughs> like if you in the yeah. car, you might. Be, if you're a car, you could pop the door open and like tuck and roll and try to like maybe I'll break a couple of bones. <laughs> you can't tuck and roll if you <laughs> if the planes not going down. You just gotta suck it up. There's yeah, fact. No, and you should not want to be awake if some dumb shit is going on. You know what I'm saying? But it's not. I'm a person that can't. 
if somebody says, ah, it's over, but I'm going to be awake, I'm going like, to damn you. If we was going to crash, why the fuck? I don't want to be awake for this shit. I, I, I'd rather be asleep. But I'm such a light sleeper. I'm like, fuck it, I might as well be up. I know there's not a goddamn thing I'm going to do. I'm just going to be sitting here with the dumb face like, oh, man, it's bullshit. Pilots really did not tell us we was going to go down this motherfucker. <laughs> but that, that's literally one of the reasons I stay up. I, I have no other reason to stay up. Oh, man. Oh, man. But you're right. Movies, That's everything you could do. Speaking of movies, <clears throat> I was saying um, I always stay up if only if I'm watching like a movie or a TV show. I've been looking at a lot of movies lately because I'll be I'll be on all these uh, streaming services, watching random movies, watching stuff I've never seen or movies I've seen already. And sometimes movies be popping up, and they're like, "This movie's from 2018." I'm like, "What the hell was I when this came out?" Because I've never even seen or heard of this damn movie. Some of them be trash, some of them be good. But I was thinking, like, what are some of the top movies that I that I've seen, or what are my like personal top five movies? So the top five I came up with, which is like no real order, is Tears of the Sun, dope ass like military movie with um Bruce Willis. That's my joint. Man Apart. The uh, little cop movie with uh, Vin Diesel and Lorenz Tate. John Q with uh, Denzel Washington. I love some damn John Q. That's crazy you said that. Go ahead. Usual Suspects, which is the uh, Kaiser Sose movie. And my fifth one, I don't know. My fifth one was like really a toss up between a couple of movies. But I, I would really have to probably give it. Probably have to give it to like Coming to America or maybe Harlem Nights. Probably Harlem Nights more than Coming to America because most of these movies are movies I could watch over and over again. And between Coming to America and Harlem Nights, I could probably watch Harlem Nights over and over again. I also thought about like Goodfellas and Godfather and all of that, but some of that stuff I just can't watch over and over. Like I've seen it and I'm like, all right, now I'm 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 good on seeing it. I don't need to see it again for a while. But these other four, I can watch those today, tomorrow, the next day, over and over again, son. I think it's probably just either it's the storyline or it's just I just get I get pulled into it and probably be on some imagination, put myself into those situations, and that's why I enjoy it so much. Those are those are two bad movies. Those two bad movies. But I'm that's crazy that you said John Q. Literally, John Q. is on my list. John Q. for a hundred percent. That movie. If you have never seen John Q. for whatever reason, for whatever reason, just, oh, man, just slap let yourself straight off. Really, man. Or if you've never heard of it, please, please, if you have nothing else to do, please watch that movie. The movie is just, the action in that movie is just, it, it's, uh, man, Denzel, you figure out why Denzel is who he is and why he's such an amazing actor. Denzel does, Denzel could do 30 trash movies from this moment on. He is still in the top five greatest actors of all time, in my opinion. And that, and because of movies like John Q, right? True. So John right. Q is definitely on my list. Um, uh, I have Pursuit of Happiness. Mm. Pursuit of Happiness is one of those movies. If you if you can't like, I don't care how many times you watch the movie, you get emotional every single time. You're like, you have just seen this shit yesterday. Why am I emotional today? <laughs> um, it's for real. Like I, 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 I remember watching it with my brother. I told my brother, I said, yo. This pursuit of happiness, I think you should watch it. You ain't watching no Bill Smith movie. He watched it. I look over. The guy is tearing up. I said, I told you. I told you, man. This is an emotional movie. So, Pursuit of Happiness is definitely on my list. Um, House Party is 100% on my list. <laughs> Love House Party. <laughs> House Party will all for, all, forever be on my list. It's a movie that it doesn't matter. I can watch that movie. You put it on, I'm watching it. It is definitely a movie I watch. Now, I'm saying this fourth one as a conglomerate and I say it the reason is because I literally I literally do watch these movies all the time and it's all the Marvel movies and I know people are like Marvel movies that, that shouldn't be like in one of those that genre but to me the movies are entertaining they're just entertaining movies like I I, I follow comic books and to bring them to life so I can see them in a movie it's, it's just entertaining to me I'm sorry I love them and I'm and I'm I'm cheating because I'm using all of them in a conglomerate as a, as a movie. But, <laughs> Just a Marvel uh, I, Marvel series. Yeah. It's a different album. I, I'm, I, they have me hooked. Like, there's nothing negative. 
they be like, we're putting out a movie, and they can be they can reboot Blank Man, and I'd be like, oh man, that's gonna be fire! I'm gonna go watch Blank Man. So, so uh, <laughs> all the Marvel movies, and I did have a, a like like you. There's so many great movies out there that you uh, that, that are out there that you watch and stuff like that. But I, I'm gonna say this movie. The reason I'm saying this movie is because the reaction I had the first time I saw it. Um, I don't know if I've ever had a reaction like that, other than like Usual Suspects, which you which you mentioned Usual Suspects. But there was another movie at the end of the movie. It kind of it kind of was like that is a hell of a that was writing right there, and that was Sixth Sense. If you ever watched Sixth Sense, oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Sixth Sense. When you first watch it, right, you're like that. And I thought in the movie, I was just like, I, I guess this is going to be okay. But when I left the movie theater, I was like, that was one of the best writing movies I've ever seen. Like, it was just yeah. crazy how I, you know, you know, and I like movies that, like Usual Suspects, right? The guy was telling his story the entire time and walked out the precinct or whatever like that. So you, I like movies that trick you. No matter, cause I'm one of those people, and I'm pretty sure you are, and a lot of people that are probably listening to this are the same way. I'm trying to figure out exactly what's going on. Like I, I'm one of those people. I'm not one. Of, I'm listening to the story, but I'm trying to figure out who to kill it. Who's killing? Let me see. Mm-hmm. So I, um, when I could not figure out those two movies, like Usual Suspects and Six Sense, it kind of gave me one of those feelings, like man, that was like you want to watch it over so you can now you can watch it at a different perspective. So I appreciate that movie, yeah. and I would say that would be on my on my list of movies. I don't want to say one of one of my greatest movies, but movies like that, usual suspects six sense that trigger my attention at the end of the movie because I thought it was something else. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love movies like that. I had somebody tell me try to tell me um that they figured out six cents. They was like, Oh yeah, I figured it out like halfway through. I was like, You are a liar. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I was like, You're a liar. I figured it out after after I've seen it, I figured it out. <laughs> there we go. Because it was nothing. First of all, when you watch it, and and I've I've seen it more than one time. The reason that I don't believe it is because there is no at no point in time was there uh, an inkling of you being able to guess that sitting in cold rooms and him being able to see dead people and blah 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 that that literally there was nothing. You really thought that he was actually speaking to this this guy that was alive at the entire time. Yeah. I don't I don't believe I don't believe that um I don't believe people figured that out. And if you did, God bless your heart, you must have seen the script. But <laughs> I just still don't know. He was in a writing room. <laughs> yeah, he was in he was part of the cast that's how you knew. Um but I'm I just don't I'm, I fail to believe it because they did a lot of stuff to hide what they were doing. You understand? Like, these were suspects, same shit. They mm-hmm. did a lot of stuff to hide what they were doing. There's, there's plenty of movies like that, and those movies intrigue me. So, I incorporate all those movies that trick you, that uh, maybe the person that did something is actually telling the story, or you're watching something and you believe you're watching something, but you're at the end of the day, at the end of the movie, it's a whole barrage. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's crazy. I don't know how people be trying to fake that they be figuring stuff out. But uh, nah, yeah, nah. That's some good. That's some good choices, dude. I forgot all about uh Six Sense. I, I think about uh Seven. I love Seven. Seven was cool as hell. I like seven. Seven had a real ill twit plus and all that. Um, Law Biden Citizen, something a little bit newer. Oh, Law Biden Citizen was dope as great. hell. Yo, you thinking about movies? That was, uh, it's another movie. I, I, that's, that's another one where it tricks you. Yeah. It, yo, tricks you, son. It tricks you. Have you thinking the yeah, whole another time? Like, that, yo, who's this dude that's doing all this? He's like, oh, he was escaping every night. Yo. <laughs> just some yeah, of them things that blow your mind where you just really be like, yo. That was worth me sitting here for X amount of time watching this damn uh, movie. That's fact. Those are my favorite. Those movies, like I put that in, and like like I did, like again, I put that in the same kind of thing. Like all of those movies, I love. I love all the Marvel movies. I love movies that that uh, are thought provoking, like uh, Seven Pounds, like Pursuit of oh, Happiness. Yeah. 
those kind of kind of tug at you. You know, seven pounds is like this is crazy. That's another one that tugs at your at your emotions. You just like, yo, this is crazy. You know, um, I love those stories. I love those stories that kind of tug at your emotion. Yeah, yeah, enjoying it. I, I ain't getting too sentimental, but I'm saying those are movies that are really like those kind of stories. Those are like it's a steal. I know it's, the, it's uh, not just a movie. It doesn't. It doesn't. They don't come off as a as a movie. They come off as an actual like story, almost a almost like a a moving novel to you, as opposed to some yeah. type of little like random movie you're watching. Yes, there we go. That is exactly that's exactly what I was going to say. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, I'm just dope as hell. Something that you might have read, you know, especially those movies that you have read, and then it comes to life, and you're like, yo, this is crazy. So. You know, and uh, I, I I love those kind of movies, man. And, and there's plenty of them, but all of those movies go into that kind of. I like those kind of movies as well, also all in that genre. So, but House Party is a genre by itself. I love that movie by itself. I, I just love that movie. Yeah, House Party. Yeah. House Party's classic. House Party's classic. House Party was great, and it was House Party was on some like you. You still feel it when you watch it. Like you watch it, you're like, oh, be in the house doing a little yeah. dance and shit. <laughs> yeah. You, you know a movie is amazing when it can be 2022. And if you, say, if you say, you don't even have, I don't give a damn who it is. If you say, you can play, somebody's going to line up in front of you and start doing a kick move. <laughs> it's, just, it's just what it is. That's how you know your movie has had an impact on people. You know what I mean? Like that's how you know when, when you say, when you don't even have to tell them what to do, do the kid play, and motherfuckers actually know exactly what to do. So that, that that's when you know a movie has an impact. Yeah, and like Training Day is like another yeah. movie. It's like Training Day it had an impact. Had an impact, a huge impact. Where people people recite the lines like that, like the part in it, he he be like, "My nigga," that that is actually a yeah. a phrase people use now when somebody does something real good for them or somebody looks out for them. That's actually yep. what they do now. <laughs> they try to mimic his voice and everything and do it because of that singular move. I didn't even think about that until you just said it, son. That's literally what yep. happens. Let somebody do something for you and look out for you. Like, my nigga. And you, everybody knows nope. what nope. you're saying it from and where it came from. Yeah. Those movies that have that kind of impact on culture, you know, that those are amazing movies. They, even... And I said the Marvel movies, but if somebody said do the Wakanda, right? You know yeah. to put your hands, put your hands on your chest, across your chest. Yep. Yeah. So those movies, you know, had an amazing impact on culture. That's how you know those movies were just good, even if it's for entertainment movies. You know, just just good. sometimes they're thought provoking, sometimes they trick you, sometimes it's a mystery. Sometimes you, can, you know there's a bunch of scary movies that are really good, but if it if it has impact on the culture, that's what it takes to another level. Yeah, and I think that's what it's really about. This is as long as you make some type of impact, as long as you do something that has people saying, you know what, I really enjoy that. Or, you know what, that's going to change the way I view something. That's going to change how I operate, man. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's definitely some of the movies we mentioned. Definitely change the way people operate. Are really sparked how they think about stuff like even if a movie sparks or changes how you view certain things and how you move and operate i think that's amazing because i'm pretty sure some people that saw um that saw like usual suspects and and was like you know what can never you gotta uh you gotta suspect everybody like anybody could be doing this you can't you can't underestimate somebody just because they look a little off or they look a little gimpy like you never know who might be doing it as I, I mean, but but it goes. I know we're talking about movies in general, but it goes to all genres of movies, even for cartoons. Like, let's think about it. Toy Story changed how cartoons are viewed. You yeah. know Back in the day, Disney Disney was just doing regular cartoons, like like uh, uh like like Woody Woodpecker kind of cartoon, like that kind of cartoon, like real cartoonish. Now you watch Toy Story, you watch the movies that come out with Pixar. Those movies. Pixar they set the tone. Pixar yeah, is built they different. set the tone. That's what I'm saying. Like they do movies, and you're like, "Yo, is this real?" Like, <laughs> if you ever, I don't know if y'all ever seen Soul. 
And if you haven't watched the movie Soul, if, yeah. you, if you have if you have not watched Soul, that movie is so amazing. That's a movie that I think a lot of people should watch. But if but you watch that thing, you're like, what was it? Is this a real person? This is a cartoon. Like you start thinking like that, and yeah. it's uh, they have set the tone and changed. Like, I, and I say Toy Story because Toy Story, from what I believe, was like one of one of the few or one of the first. That was to come out. I'm pretty sure somebody's going to be like, nah, I wasn't the first. But that was the one that had the most impact on people. Toy Story is like yeah, breaking. Toy, Story's changed, like, the, changed like, the game. The way, it, the way it was designed, the way it was done, how people looked at yeah. a movie, how people started watching animation movies like they were watching any other movie. It crossed over to where yeah. grown people started watching um, animation movies. Even if they didn't have a little kid with them. <laughs> you watch those movies because you're like you watch them because you're like man I, I even know this is a cartoon I kind of relate like I kind of I kind of enjoy this like you have a good time uh, mm-hmm. watching those movies so at the end of the day man at the end of the day those eight uh, we were talking about movies but when movies there's, there's a whole slew of great movies out there there's plenty of comedies all that stuff but when they have an impact on culture even like a Toy Story where they have an impact on the culture moving forward on how movies, even like, and I'm going to say this, but even like The Matrix. Matrix is not one of my favorite movies, but it it changed how how graphics were used. Just think about it, man. That that bullet going in slow motion, we ain't never see that. And that was, in, I believe, Matrix came out in the 90s. We never seen that. When that thing came out, people were losing their mind. The, the bullets in, in slow motion, oh my God, some guns. And all, yeah, it was crazy. So, uh, you know, those movies that change culture and that is a thousand times is what really makes movies really stand out for the rest. Definitely. That's what it's all about. You got you can make something that's gonna stand the test of time and stand out and just overall just show out, man, you you've done some great business. And that was some yeah, dope ass movies exactly. we mentioned. Hopefully anybody listening, y'all go to uh go to our Instagram, drop um drop under the post the uh your top movies or your dope movies or movies that you really liked. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some consensus and really see what other what other people is banging, what other people see if people agree with us and our choices. Because yeah. when it, when you get to talking about movies, it's just like, talking about movies is just like talking about music. You'll have just a oh, yeah. million different views and a million different ideas, and people will like the same movie for different reasons. That's why I really like. I like talking about movies because somebody will be like, "Yo, I love that movie because it reminded me of this," and somebody else will be like, "Oh no, nah, that movie was funny as hell." You look at them like, "What the hell was funny about that movie?" That shit was sad as hell to me. They're like, "Nah, that was a joint, yo. That joint had me cracking up." I'm like, uh, something, something's clearly wrong with you, sir. I don't think that, I think yeah, that it, death was supposed to be laughed at. Yeah, that's like people that watch. Uh, I mean, but those movies are funny now. They were older. They, they made them Oh yeah, it's just funny now. As a kid, you're like, oh my god, I ain't never going to sleep again. And now, you watch that, you're like, this, this could not be the movie that I was scared of. <laughs> no way in the world. This you're like, there's no way. Well, how the hell was I scared of this? Yeah, guys walking around with a mask on, claws like Wolverine. I'm tired right now. I'm going to bed right now. I'm going to fall asleep while watching it now. <laughs> and Mr. Watching this, I'm going to sleep. I ain't got time for this foolishness. Exactly. Oh shit! Oh man. Well, people, we back at it. Appreciate everybody that's been listening, <clears throat> and I don't know who you all that are listening, but uh, Cortar Analytics. Y'all be up like two in the morning listening to us. So I don't know who's listening to us two in the morning, but salute to you. I don't know if it's truck drivers. I don't know if it's people coming home from the club. I don't know if it's people that's just up and this is the time they got free time. It's to listen to us like one, two in the morning, but shout out to you. Appreciate the listen. I don't care what time you listen. Eight o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the afternoon, one o'clock in the morning. Hey, as long as you listening, we appreciate you. Keep listening. Keep rocking with us. Keep rolling with us, man. We here. We're going to keep the content coming. We're going to keep enjoying ourselves and keep uh, entertaining you folks. Stay safe out there, too. <laughs> yeah, y'all be safe, man. Y'all mask up. Uh, use the hand sanitizer and... um. Enjoy life. Be safe, but still enjoy life, man, because yeah, man. you only hear one time. You got one time. 
on time to run this race, man. You gotta, you gotta be, gotta be you. Gotta enjoy yourself. That is a fact. One shot at this life thing, man. Enjoy, enjoy, because you don't want to be eighty, ninety, and all of a sudden you're like, man, I should have did this, and I should have did that, because, and I know we're about to get out of here, but I, and I ain't preaching, but what I'm saying is that even when you get into your your thirties and your forties, you start to look back like, man. My twenties, you know, I should have did this, you know. And so now that we're older, take advantage, man. Enjoy life. Do whatever. I said earlier, if you are, if you like to party, party. If you like to travel, travel. If you like to have a good time, have a good time. Because at the end of the day, when it's your time, you just want to be laying on that bed talking about it. Don't matter. I did everything I wanted to do. That's all you want to do. You know, and you you don't know. You should. Your time could be. You know, you can go to sleep. And then that's it. So you don't never want to have regrets. Tell people that you care about, that you care about them. Tell people you love, you love them. Uh, try to speak to your friends. Try to speak to your family. And, you know, I ain't saying it's like something's going on with me. I, I'm just saying that. Just this, uh, in general. As, as a, yeah, in general. Because at the end of the day, there's a lot of people that have, that I, you know, that I probably, wa- you know, that you're watching the news. You know, I know everybody don't like watching the news. Well, I, I watch the news. But I'm always saying, that person that watched watch the news that got hit by a stray bullet or somebody hit them in a, in a drunk driving accident, they wasn't thinking that was going to be their last day. So I, and I'm not trying to make this on a somber note, but I'm just saying that you should just enjoy life to the point that, you you know, any day, it could be your day, so you want to make sure that you tell the people that you love, that you love them, you care about them. Yeah, man, definitely. Let people know you care. Enjoy your life. Yeah. Don't let these days slip by. Until next time, next week, you know, whenever we hit you back. Probably next week, maybe the week after that, we'll get back to you. Until then, man, everybody enjoy yourselves, man. We out. One.